Welcome back to another episode of the ABB Solutions Podcast. I really like the topic today, laminated frame motors. So grab your coffee or whatever you may be sipping on and let's get to it. I'd say I'm above average with your typical cast iron or rolled steel frame motor, but when it comes to laminated frames, I need a bit of assistance. To help, I brought back Sean Mullins, product manager for laminated frame products with the ABB NEMA Motor Division. He's going to help us better understand the makeup and some of the applications you'll find these products in. Sean, welcome back. Hey, Mike. I'm glad to be back again. Yeah, it's great having you back on. Sean, first, talk about what are laminated frame motors? What, what are these laminations that, that we hear of? Yeah, so a lot of people in the industry, you hear laminated frames, but a lot of people in the industry see rolled steel frame or a cast iron framed motor. So typically, what most people know of an electric motor are the motors that have visible fins. It's a cast iron construction. You don't see the laminations that are inside. A laminated frame motor is actually a motor that has removed that cast iron frame construction or that rolled steel outer band, and you can physically see the laminations. And the laminations are actually making up the frame itself. These these laminations are actually about 0.08 inches thick, and they're, they're cut out. It's almost like a big cookie cutter where they come down and stamp out the shape of the motor that we need. And then we stack all these laminations up to the desired height that we need. And again, they're only, you know, 0.08 inches thick. So it takes hundreds, if not a thousand uh, laminations to stack up to make the length of your motor. And then we have a uh, production process where we clamp it all together and weld it together and it makes a very solid frame. Okay, that's a pretty neat application process. So this isn't a new technology, right? I mean, this has been around for a little while. No, this is actually a tried and true uh, technology. So this goes all the way back to the days of DC where ABB, Baldor, uh, and you go back to like Reliance days, we had the square laminated DC motors. And that goes back... Uh, 40, 50 years of technology. Uh, and then throughout the time when AC started becoming a little bit more relevant and the technology was advancing, the drive technology was advancing, we moved over to, we took the same design and shape from these DC motors and created an AC version that would be a direct drop in to replace some of this old DC technology. Okay, great. So, Sean, when I'm in the uh, Battle Reliance 501 motor catalog, for example, I'm looking at laminated frame motors, and the, the, the frame size is a bit different than what I'm used to with, with your traditional NEMA frame motors. Can you speak a little bit more toward the product line and, and, and some of the slight differences we see in the frame designation? Sure. So the first thing you probably would know when you look at our stock product is you may see the designation RL and FL. And the purpose of these are to, to help designate what type of a motor it is. So if you see FL, that stands for fin laminated. So when you look at the, the, the frame itself, you'll see the, the cooling fins. And typically these are totally enclosed motors. So they have a fan on them and they're driven by a fan. The FL is, or the RL, I'm sorry, is actually the reduced lamb. 
and a reduced length. And the purpose of that is to help designate the open style motors where we actually push air through the inside of the motor, uh, or they have a blower that blows air constantly on the outside of the motor. And we're actually able to reduce the length of that motor. Uh, so that's where the RL designation comes from. But you're able to get more power out of a shorter frame. So that's where that designation comes from. But to your your other point is that the frame sizes might be just a little off compared to what your typical NEMA frame is. Now, our our motors are built to be uh, NEMA drop-in replacements. But what you may find is we can get 100 horsepower out of a, let's say, a 280 NEMA size square laminated frame where a typical cast iron constructed frame will need to be in like a 400 or a 405 T frame. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a huge difference. Okay. FLRL. Okay. I'm, I'm glad we make those, those uh, acronyms easy to understand. Th- that's a big difference moving from cast iron to a laminated frame that, that the space savings. So let's stick on this subject. So what are some of the other benefits you find with laminated frame motors? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> so, with it, with the laminated frame motors, you know we have we have a lot of customization op- options. So we can move blowers around, we can move the junction boxes around, we can add a lot of features that our customers need. They're they're very easy to modify. But beyond that, the, the big benefits is the torque density. So you get a lot of power and a lot of torque in a very small frame compared to a typical. NEMA designated frame, like we said, you know, 100 horsepower in a 405T frame for NEMA, or we can get dropped down to like a 280 sized shaft height in the square laminator frame that we sell. And you know, and what comes along with that is very high efficiency. So we get high power, high efficiency, uh, great customization options, and then the, these motors are also built in a way. To where they're very, uh, very robust and uh, designed to be driven on a, well, with the drive, a VFD. So now you have just extreme efficiency, all the customization and all that. What we've developed throughout the years has become a very rugged, rugged motor that's very controllable for these very tough applications uh, where you need precise speed control, you need it to survive really harsh environments. And you need a small package to do that. Precision control, power density. All right, I'm getting excited about these motors, Sean. So uh, tell me about some of these applications. Where, where are you going to find a laminated frame motor? You can typically find a laminated frame anywhere that you would, well, I'm not going to say anywhere, but in most places that you would find a, a, a NEMA frame. So you're going to see these a lot in a few HVAC applications, you find a lot of them in paper and pulp applications where you need that really precise speed control, but they're in this just extremely harsh environment. These are great for traction applications. These are driven on VFD, uh, so we have precise speed control, high torque, uh, constant torque or constant horsepower options, so traction's great. We actually see a lot of these in test stands. So up in a lot of the, the, the mo- automotive world, where they're testing out these new vehicles and new motors and gearboxes and transmissions, you'll see a lot of our laminated frame motors on on test stands. Okay, that's pretty cool. Sean, you mentioned HVAC applications. I wanted to kind of focus a bit more on that. One of the reasons being uh, there's a big trade show coming up in uh, January of 24, uh, the AHR, the ASHRAE show. It's one of the biggest HVAC 
trade shows out there. It's going to be in Chicago this year, and uh, ABB will also be at booth S6929. And we're going to have some pretty pretty cool products on display. So uh, let, let's focus in on the HVAC applications. Where are you going to see a laminated frame motor in the HVAC world? Now, typically, you're going to find our laminated frames in what's called a cooling tower. And there's a few different variations of cooling towers out there. You, you have the, the HVAC uh, cooling towers that are for like creature comforts. So they're going to be on top of skyscrapers, colleges, uh, buildings that call it you know, just wherever you need HVAC purposes for people. And then you're also going to see them out in other areas like power generation, uh, process industries in what's called air-cooled heat exchangers and also air-cooled condensers. Uh, so we have these, we have, we have a multitude of options there uh, that are used in the HVAC markets. Okay, great. I, I can picture some of these Air cooled units out outside these facilities, they, they get huge, Sean. They, they get they massive. So, what makes the oh, cooling tower motor a, a good fit for this for those applications? Yeah, so our cooling tower motors are, are really a disruptive technology to the market. So, what we've done is we've taken the RPMAC laminated style motor and we've put it up on its on its end where it's a shaft up design, and now we have the option to mount the cooling fan directly to the motor. There's a lot of benefits that come with this. So remember, we talked about our laminated frame being highly efficient, providing a lot of torque in a very small package. The other things we didn't mention is just low vibration, lower noise, and things like that. But we're able to put these in these cooling towers, and it's called our cooling tower direct drive solution, direct drive motor. And we're able to take a traditional cooling tower that has an induction motor, a drive shaft, a, a right angle gearbox, which the right angle gearbox can cause a whole plethora of problems. We, we can get rid of all that. Just put our motor directly in place of that gearbox. The motor is on a drive, attach the fan directly to the motor. And now we can offer a solution for our customers that's more sustainable, higher efficient, quieter. It creates less vibration and it reduces downtime tremendously compared to a traditional solution. Okay. Um, I want to talk a bit more about that. So you mentioned, okay, there's a motor with, with the drive shaft. I, I'm assuming this, this drive shaft has, has to be supported in some way. I'm thinking bearings, then you're, you're probably coupled to a gearbox. So already I'm hearing there's a, a few pieces of uh, mechanical devices. Uh, so, so talk to me about traditional maintenance practices on those, those items. Yeah. I mean, you just make, you make a good point. There's there's a lot of components to a traditional cooling tower. So usually the motor sits outside of the fan area. So and these fans can be sometimes thirty foot in diameter. I mean we're talking wow. massive fans here. Mm. So you got a, a motor sitting outside, a big drive shaft going through to the right angle gearbox, and then the right angle gearbox has a shaft pointing up where the fan's connected to it. So like you said, you've got couplings, you've got bearings. You have this gearbox, and some of these gearboxes are very large. And when you think about this, you might take a traditional, let's say, 1800 RPM motor, and you've got to slow it down to 100 RPM. So that's a that's a big gearbox by itself. And then a lot of the time with these gearboxes, what you'll find is they they cause a lot of maintenance and a lot of headache for a lot of customers. So they they have 
one it's a gearbox it's got a lot of oil some of these have up to 25 gallons of oil wow i mean you think about that mike you have you ever carried multiple gallons of milk inside your house you know think about 25 gallons of oil on top of a skyscraper yeah i'm a one trip uh, grocery kind of guy so yeah Yeah, i couldn't imagine carrying 25 gallons that's (laughs) yeah you're gonna need a drum you know (laughs) so you think about that though but these gearboxes Every, I mean, however, whatever their work cycle is, sometimes they leak oil. They need oil replaced because oil does degrade after a while. So these maintenance teams have to go around constantly checking to make sure oil is not leaking, making sure their oil levels are correct. You get too much oil in there, the efficiency goes down. You don't get enough oil in there, the efficiency goes down and degrades your gearbox. You know, and, and it's a mechanical item. It, things just wear out. That's just how mechanical things are. So over time, your vibration is going to increase. Your noise is going to increase. So a lot of these maintenance teams, they have usually a bi-weekly or bi-monthly cycle where they'll go around and make sure nothing's leaking, make sure the oil's checked out. And, you know, if you think about this too, Mike, just simply checking on a cooling tower gearbox is not easy. Sometimes they're on top of skyscrapers. So you have to have a special team that's even allowed to go up there there's fall hazards, so you have to have the the fall maintenance when you go inside the cooling tower. And and by the way, going inside a cooling tower is not as simple as just opening up a door and going in there. Usually, they're bolted panels, so you have to unbolt. You need to do lockout, tagout, set proper safety maintenance or safeties to get in these things, and they get the permits and whatever. So it, it's a very involved process. And with our laminated frame, our cooling tower direct drive solution, you can really just cut a lot of that out. Oh, that's great. Now your teams don't have to go in there all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to check oil. There's no oil to leak. It's it's a cleaner, more efficient, and sustainable solution. Okay. You just mentioned the the leaking oil that that can cause certainly some environmental concerns. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine the uh, the you know the locking out, tagging out. Uh, there's confined space regulations that that you know one needs to to have in order to do these inspections. Sean, I want to talk about the control technologies, the drive that that works with the cooling tower. Can, can you speak on that a bit? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that the drive actually is a huge benefit. This is where you really start op- opening up the possibilities of total motor control. Uh, you increase your efficiency and, you, and, and another thing, you can actually decrease the amount of maintenance you need to do on your motor. So Let's go back to a traditional design. Some of the old cooling towers have just a motor, a traditional motor that you throw the power on. The motor tries to get up to speed, and that's it. So it's going to run on or off. That is going to be your least efficient option. So you got these customers, and let's talk about like a college campus in the south that uses cooling towers to cool their their whole entire uh, entire campus off. Well, at nighttime, things cool off, but you still need air conditioning and cooling. So if you have a traditional design that's just either an on or off option, you just have to let it run full blast all the time. So you're not, you know, you're using maximum power 24-7. If you go to a drive, a cooling tower direct drive motor with a drive on it, now you can start being really efficient. So it cools off at nighttime. Well, let's slow our motor down, slow that fan down. We don't need all that cooling capacity. And, and the thing about fans and pumps, you work with the law, the affinity law. So just a quick example, if your motor is at 100% speed, you're using 100% power. But if you just slowed your motor down 20%, so it's running at 80% speed, you almost 
use 50% less power. So now you have the option of maximizing the efficiency of your system. If it's cool that day and you don't need full cooling capacity, you simply slow your motors down. Back in the old days, if, if your motor is either on or off, A, you just turn the motor off. Or what, what they would do is they, they would go in the cooling towers and they would change the pitch of the blades. So they'll go in, uh, loosen the blade up, put a level on it, and they'll change the pitch to get either more airflow or less airflow. And there's some games they can play with that. But who wants to do that? Let's just push a button or make it even intelligent, add some feedback devices in there with temperature control and let the system just do it intelligently, right? All right. That that sounds great. Plus it with the ventilation factor, you know, we're talking, you know, heating and cooling, but also I, I think we've all, you know, all experienced, you know, during the COVID years, the importance of, of proper ventilation, you know, you know, recirculation of, of, you know, of clean air. So that's a, that's an enormous benefit in, in using a reliable technology in, in these applications. Sean, you brought up a topic or a benefit, I should say, about the cooling tower that, that I feel like might be, I'll say, overlooked. We tend to talk a lot about efficiency, but you brought up a really important point about less noise, uh, less vibration noise. So talk about how a quieter cooling tower motor solution can benefit a customer. Yeah, that's a good that's a good topic to talk about, Mike, because you know we, we do talk about energy efficiency a lot, and that is important, uh, but the owner of the building and the owner of the cooling tower is really going to see that energy efficiency cooling tower. But what about all the residents uh, of that building and all the people around where these cooling towers are at? Uh, if you have a, an old traditional style cooling tower, it's very noisy. That affects everybody. That's where our cooling tower direct drive solution can come in and offer a quieter solution. And there's a story down in Texas. We had a large hotel chain customer that had two cooling towers and they were the old traditional style with the right angle gearbox. And they were just noisy. And they wanted to upgrade their cooling tower system. And they wanted to add a, another cooling tower. Well, the, the local residents that lived around this, this hotel chain, uh, they didn't like the noise that the cooling towers were putting off as they were. So they got declined on their upgrade. So we had a integrator come in. They upgraded their two existing cooling towers to the, the direct drive solution that we have. And it ended up being so quiet, the, the local residents thought they had turned them off wow. and weren't using them anymore. But it, they were in use. They were just the, the noise and vibration had been reduced so much. They actually got the permit to add that third cooling tower. So, it, you know, the local re it benefited the local residents and it also benefited the, uh, the hotel chain. Wow, that's great. I like that success story because again, it it's just one of those additional benefits that that maybe just doesn't jump right out at you. Because again, when you're talking motors, I think the you know we immediately run to efficiency, but when you're talking you know less vibration, less noise, less maintenance, that is an enormous benefit for for these customers. Sean, this has been great. I know a lot of our listeners, a lot of, a lot of customers these days, they love to do their own research. So where can they go to find more information about this type of product? Yeah, so we have a lot of literature and a lot of information on our website at baldor.com. And if you go to the product section, variable speed, you'll go to the direct drive area. And we have 
uh, access to our stock products that we have in stock. We also have drawings, uh, performance data. But more importantly, what we have there is what's called our Cooling Tower Direct Drive Wizard. And this is open to anybody. The public can use it. Uh, you can go in, use our wizard, and go in and actually configure your own motor. So type in your airflow, your horsepower needs, your voltage, that kind of the normal stuff. And the wizard will give you the amperage of the design that you'd have. And it'll also give you a suggested ABB ACS 880 drive. Uh, so the, the wizard's very powerful. The, the, the other big benefit with the wizard is you can get the amperage. So if you want to go use a different drive, you can do that. But we'll also just we'll give you the, the suggestion of which drive you need to use. All right. That sounds great. Uh, Sean, this this has been an awesome podcast. I appreciate you speaking on laminated frame products, in particular, this uh, cooling tower motor. And again, listeners, uh, at the AHR show later in the month of January, ABB will be there. They'll be displaying the cooling tower motor. We'll be at booth S6929. So please stop by. Look for that big ABB sign. Uh, so this is a great place to stop. Sean, thanks again for speaking with me on this direct drive solution. And listeners, please keep tuning in to the ABB Solutions podcast on your favorite app. Thanks again, and have a great day.